0: Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the If Nothing Else podcast. Today, we are going to look at the Gospel of John, at the passage about the Good Shepherd, when Jesus is the Good Shepherd. And I believe that this passage illustrates who Jesus is and his relationship to us and what he has done for us for us and what he will do for us. This passage is amazing and it has brought me so much hope when my life is just crazy and there are so many things to be worried about. I can lean on Jesus as the good shepherd that he is leading me and that I am his sheep and I am following behind him, listening for his voice. So I pray that this episode touches you, that John 10 touches you and just gives you a fresh revelation of who Jesus is. All right, so let's jump right in today. We will be looking at John 10, which is the passage about the good shepherd, which is Jesus. Um, But we're going to start with some context. So the chapter before John 9 is about Jesus healing a blind man. And the religious leaders were mad about this, so they questioned both the man who is now healed, his family, and Jesus. I think it's important to note what Jesus told the healed man after the man was kicked out of talking to the religious leaders. So in John 9.39, Jesus said, "...for judgment I have come into this world." so that the blind will see and those who see will become blind. So we see this healing being used to explain being spiritually blind and being able to spiritually see. We see a blind man who can now see and the religious leaders who can see, but they're spiritually blind. So there's this idea of spiritual seeing. And now in the next chapter, what we'll be looking at today we see this idea of spiritual hearing with the Good Shepherd. I just thought it was pretty interesting that John 9 is about spiritual seeing. Uh, There's a difference in being blind and seeing, seeing like right now in real life, but also being blind when it comes to spiritually um, being blind. But also some who might actually be blind, they might not be able to see with their physical eyes, They could spiritually see. So there's this contrast between these two. But in chapter 10, we see spiritual hearing. So I just thought this was interesting that those chapters are back to back. But we're going to jump in. Today we'll be looking at verses 1 through 18. But we're going to split it up and talk about each few sections. So the first section is John 10 verses 1 through 5. And it says, Very truly, I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. This is a lot, but we're going to break it down. The first part that I want to mention is Jesus calls his sheep by name and he leads them. It says that the gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls them by name and leads them out. So first, he specifically knows our name. And names are so important because they connect to our identity, to who we are. They are identifiable and our lives are built around our names. And think about this. John 10 says that he knows his sheep's name. He calls out to them by that name. So this means that it's on a personal level. He is intentional and calling out to you by name. And this suggests that he is inviting us into a relationship with him as he is connecting with us and acknowledging us. And these verses also say that he leads the sheep. So if you're being led, this means that he is going before you. If you're being led, you are behind him, following the shepherd. So the sheep will never be left alone, and Jesus is always guiding them. He is going before us, He is leading the way, and because He's going before us, He's protecting us. Now, it also says that sheep follow Him because they know His voice. So this shows how crucial it is to actually know and recognize his voice because that's how we follow him. So they don't follow a stranger. So it's not until Jesus calls is when his sheep will follow him. So sheep stay put until Jesus speaks. So we should stay seated until Jesus speaks they don't move until Jesus says to. So when Jesus says go, that's when we should go. And they also know his voice. They can differ his voice from strangers' voices. They recognize his voice and they know it well because it's their lifeline. They depend on it. They don't listen to strangers. So the only time that they will move and get food or go out from the gate is when they hear his voice so they are depending on Jesus to speak or they're depending on their shepherd to speak that's the only way that they will move so it is their lifeline now this is a big section so I want to stop right here and just go over some just like takeaways, some questions so the first one I want to ask you is do you know his voice that well That if a stranger were to call out to you, would you be able to recognize that that is not the voice of Jesus? Also, do we wait to move when we hear him speak? I know a lot of times we will pray asking the Lord to give us direction in something, or if we have two options, we will pray and ask the Lord to show us which option to go. And then we don't hear from him. We just go in whatever direction that we feel needs we need to go down. But in reality, he is speaking to us, whether that's through scripture or through a soft, still voice. So we need to wait to sit down until we hear him say go, until we hear him tell us which way to go. Okay, let's move on to verses 6 through 8. It says, Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. So the sheep, the sheep didn't listen to others. They weren't deceived by other people because they didn't recognize their voice. They are so in tune with Jesus' voice that they don't even listen to the other voices that are calling out to them. I believe this is such a crucial point for us to understand. Since there are so many voices around us that are trying to speak into us, trying to speak to us, and they're also trying to guide us. Think about media or social media, news, friends, family, those around us. We need to be able to see which people are speaking truth into us. And when we think about the voices that are inside of our head, we need to be able to figure out which one is Jesus that is speaking to us, which one is our own head that's speaking to us, or which one is the enemy speaking to us. But we need to be like the sheep that only recognize Jesus's voice so they only move when they hear him. In Matthew 24, 11, it says that in the end times, there will be false prophets that deceive many. But if you are his sheep, then you will be able to recognize his voice over others, which means you will only listen to the truth, which is Jesus's voice. And I want to mention here, how do we recognize his voice? So the only way to get to know someone is to spend time with them. Think about with friends. The only way that you can figure out who they are is if you spend time with them, that you go out to eat with them, or you sit down and have a conversation with them, or maybe it's over the phone. You sit down and hear their voice and you talk to them. Well, it's the same thing here. We must read scripture to learn more about him. Learn about what he has already said, what he has already done, and learn more about who he is so that we can understand what he is doing right now and what he will do in our lives so we can recognize the move of God. We need to spend time in prayer just sitting with him, spending time in the quiet, listening for his voice. This is how we can go deeper into our relationship with him and become so in tune with his voice that we are able to distinguish his voice from all of the other voices. We do this by spending time in worship, in prayer, and in his word. That's the only way to get to know him better and to dive deeper and to recognize his voice. Okay, so John 10, 9 through 10. Says, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So these terms find pasture and so they may have life and have it in full. This reminds me of Psalms 23 1 through 2, which says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside still waters. So they're both talking about a shepherd, a shepherd who leads you to pastures, which is where you find rest, security, and abundance. That is where you have life and life to the full. Okay, and up until now, we see through verses 1 through 10 that Jesus seems amazing, right? We know that he's a good shepherd who leads us down good paths, not bad, where he recognizes our name. He calls out by our name and he knows our name. But these next few verses that we're going to look at take it a few steps further because John tells us that Jesus is a good shepherd who will lay down his life for his sheep. He isn't just a hired hand who is doing this to make a living so that he can support himself. It's not just his job. Says that he will protect them and he cares about the sheep no matter the cost. He cares so much that he will lay his life down for his sheep. So that's in verses 14 through 15, which says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. So Jesus is a good shepherd who will lay down his life for his sheep. Think about a shepherd who would do that for their sheep. That is crazy. But it's saying that he will lay his life down. And we know the rest of the story. We know that he does lay his life down for his sheep, for his children, for God's children. That he died a painful death to make a way for his sheep. And to lead them to green pastures with him. This is the craziest thought because Jesus, the shepherd, the Son of God, God's only Son, died this horrific death so that he could make a way for us, so that he can guide us into pastures with him. Into heaven, into the promised land. He is guiding us to that rest and that security and that abundance with Him. I also want to note verse 14, which says, I know my sheep and my sheep know me. So, not only do we know our shepherd so well that we recognize His voice, we've been talking about this whole episode that it's crucial for us to recognize His voice and to know it well so that we can differentiate His voice from other voices but that he also knows us. It's personal. It's a relationship. It's not a one-sided relationship. It's a two-sided relationship. That we recognize him, but that he also knows us individually and personally. And John, lastly, John 16 says, I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. So there are other sheep that are not from the same pen, but they will also go with Jesus. They aren't the exact same sheep, but they will also listen to his voice. Then there will be one flock and one shepherd. So the sheep and his Sheep pen are the Jewish people, they are God's children. But by His grace, we know that as Gentiles, if we repent and trust Jesus as our Savior, that we get to go with Jesus to heaven too. And not only do we get to also come, but there will also be one flock, not two. There will soon be unity in all of God's children. We know how important unity is within the church, within God's people. Unity is so important. And Jesus is saying that soon, if everyone listens to their voice, there will be one flock and one shepherd. There will be no more division within God's people, specifically with the Jewish people and the Gentiles. Romans 3:29 says, or is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles also? Yes, of Gentiles also. And we see all throughout the Gospels that Jesus' ministry was for all people, even the Gentiles. So this is good news. Now, I know this was almost a whole chapter, so I want to go through some conclusions. Before we close, so here's some takeaways that we see from John 10 that illustrates who Jesus is. And I want you to meditate on each of these. So the first one is that the sheep listen to his voice and they recognize it so well that they do not listen to any other voices, only Jesus' voice. And the second takeaway is that Jesus personally knows his sheep. He knows them by name and he leads them. The third takeaway is that he goes ahead of his sheep, which means that he is going before them so his sheep get to follow behind him. That Jesus is making the way and he is protecting his sheep. The next one is that he leads his sheep to pastures, to protection, to rest in abundance. And the last takeaway is that Jesus also lays his life down for the sheep. He gives his life for them. Now, which one of these takeaways really resonated with you? I want to challenge you to sit with the Lord and meditate on which one resonated with you and to pray into that takeaway that he will open your eyes to the truth of who Jesus is and what he has done for you. Or ask the Lord to give you a fresh revelation of Jesus, whether it's diving deeper into some of these takeaways or it's a new revelation in his word that God takes you to and just you unpack it with him and just stand in awe of who Jesus is and what he has done because he is the good shepherd. I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. To stay updated, follow at if nothing else podcast on Instagram. Feel free to message me through my Instagram. If you want to talk or have any prayer requests, don't forget to spend time in God's presence today. And I am praying for all of you. Bye guys.